You're listening to the sermon audio from Mill Creek Community Church. If you like what you've heard or want to find out more information, please visit our website at mymillcreek.com. Put yourself in the shoes of those disciples on that very first Good Friday. For it wasn't very good, was it? How confusing must this entire sequence of events have been for them? How terrible to see everything that you're hoping and dreaming in fall apart. Leave you feeling like a total failure. See, Jesus had come like this rebel priest doing what the religious leaders were supposed to do and then confronting them, helping the hurting, healing the lost and the lonely, confronting this religious elite. But then all of a sudden, the unexpected, one of the inner 12, Judas, betrays him. And then Peter, like one of the closest, denies him. And then before too long, most all those guys are running away from him. Can't be seen with Christ, not after he's been arrested, because they may do to us what, what he's got coming. How discouraging if we were to put ourselves in their shoes. Christ's crucifixion must have brought the death of a dream. Hope shattered. And on that day, they wouldn't have seen anything good. You know, here we are a couple thousand years later. And the The death of Christ on the cross can still bring us some confusion. It it brings our culture confusion. You know, there's some who think, if you would just take that bloody cross out of Christianity, you'd be a lot more popular, you know. Because this is hard to stomach. Do they have a point? I mean, if we were to remove the cross and its offense from our message, wouldn't our mission, our responsibility when it's time to share with others, wouldn't all of that be really easy? I mean, why couldn't Jesus have just come, healed people, preached good news, walked into Jerusalem, and ushered in his eternal kingdom at age 33, and it's just glory from then on. Why the cross? It makes makes our message so gritty, confusing, dark. When Luke wrote his book to a man about 2,000 years ago. 
he was writing to a man who was not a Jew. But he had been taught the message of Jesus. But as this Gentile man got older, he began to wonder if this confusing message about a Savior dying on a cross really was legit. Can it actually be true? So Luke wrote him a book. And and this book, it's an incredible gift to that guy named Theophilus, and it's an incredible gift to anyone who reads it today. For in the book, Luke offers extensive eyewitness evidence. He gives significant Old Testament references. He even gives us so many direct quotes from Jesus himself, all intended to give confidence that the death of Christ is legitimate. See, this death of Christ that we may at times find confusing need not be a reason to disbelieve. Instead, it is the very means of salvation for all who do believe. See, for any like Theophilus who thought the cross was an outlier in belief, Luke writes this book to say the cross is the very heart of belief. But just because it's at the heart of belief doesn't mean it won't be foolish to the world. Just because it's at the heart of belief doesn't mean there won't be times it feels like folly to us. For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God, 1 Corinthians 1.18. So what then, pastor, did Luke write to move Theophilus, the recipient of this book, from a place of confusion and doubt to a place of confidence and certainty? What explanation can be offered in this book where we find disciples in one moment feeling like total failures, in the next finding them full of joy and wonder, shaking hands and hugging one another? What can Luke offer us to show that the cross of Christ was actually a triumph? Over evil. Here's how Luke's book turned it all around for Theophilus. And here's how it can turn it around for you. If you read Luke closely, there are eight times Jesus predicts his death. Eight times Jesus goes on the record. We got to hear some of them this evening. Now, the disciples definitely did not pick up on those eight predictions. 
In fact, we read on the screen some of those predictions were hidden from them. It was concealed. Makes sense then that at the crucifixion they felt lost, helpless, hopeless. And yet, what Luke is writing to Theophilus and any of us who will take the time in this book is that we have no reason to be confused or disheartened. We need not think the word of the cross is folly because Jesus' eight predictions prove the cross was not a mistake. See, Luke's book proves that from the very beginning, Jesus knew his purpose was to come and die. And while the disciples didn't get it on that first Friday, Jesus' death was not some awful turn of events. On the contrary, the cross proves the majesty and brilliance of God. For at the cross, Christ showed his great love for the disciples, Theophilus, the world, and us. So while the disciples would have been so discouraged and distressed, we have courage and certainty to take with us. Good news then for us tonight, friends. Good news on this Good Friday. The purpose of Christ's death on the cross is no longer hidden. It need not be concealed to you tonight. We see it clearly in the scriptures. We see it clearly in this worship experience. We see it clearly in Luke. And it inspires us to help us realize the cross was always Christ's plan. Today's rightly named Good Friday. Not because the disciples thought it that way, but because Jesus really is who he said he is. He is the Son of God. The promised Messiah. He's the Savior of the world, Luke 19.10, who is seeking and saving the lost. Amen. Friend, you never have to despair like the disciples on that first Friday. Yes, we feel the weight of our sin. We feel the guilt and shame for our wickedness. But the dark and gritty nature of Christ's crucifixion need not lead you to despair. Instead, may you have confidence in the cross. Luke is inviting us to have confidence in the cross. And that's what I want you to have because it's what Luke gives us in his book. For you then, will you allow Luke's gospel to put steel in your spine? To give you certainty in your believing that Luke really did talk to the eyewitnesses. The Spirit really did inspire this gospel. Jesus really did call his shot. Christ really died on the cross just as he planned. 
Church, the message of Luke on this Good Friday, have confidence in the cross. Though the disciples left that first Good Friday distraught and confused, may we leave tonight with confidence in Christ. Happy Good Friday to you. If you like what you've heard or want to find out more information, please visit our website at mymillcreek.com.